0: Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empower Podcast with me, your host, Emily. Hope you're having a fabulous day so far. I should do that as my intro because I'm pretty sure I say that on every single episode, but it's true. I hope you are having a great day. And as always, this podcast aim is to make your day a little bit better, whether it's putting a smile on your face or just giving you a bit of a knowledge bomb that you didn't know before. Okay, so we're going to get into it this week. Um, by the way, this episode, if you followed me, is episode 20. Now, I listened to a podcast the other day that said people who start podcasts um, don't normally do more than three. And that I think it's like 1% of people that start a podcast don't make it to 20 episodes. I'm in that 1%. Come on. And we're going to keep going because I freaking love doing podcasts. And I've got some big plans for the next um, few episodes. So I am uh, going to get some like joint episodes on. So I'm going to ask guest speakers to come on and have a chat because currently it's just me and Buddy in the room and it's always me and Buddy and he's not very chatty in case you've noticed. Sometimes he does the odd bark, but normally he's just asleep on the shelf. Like I wish I could do these live so I could show you him. But yeah, he just squishes it into the bottom shelf of my um, of my bookshelf and snoozes. So he's not very not a very active participant in the podcast so yeah up and coming exciting news we are going to get some guest speakers on and um, just to jazz it up for both you and me as well but let's get into it this week's episode is all going to be about scale fluctuations using the scales as um you know part of, our, part of our fat loss progress and why we definitely shouldn't be using them as our sole form of loss because scales will tell us weight loss but not fat loss and as i've said on a couple of previous episodes we want to make sure we are differentiating between weight loss and fat loss Um, and yeah so the scales are going to tell us weight loss or weight gain but not not specifically fat loss they can give us a gauge on it definitely and i definitely think there is a place for them in a fat loss journey but just in my opinion not a sole form of, of of fat loss there's so many other other things that we can use that have a positive impact on our journey than just the scales. So, some little fun facts for you. Did you know the average person um, scale scales weight? The average person's scale weight, there we go, in a day fluctuation <laughs> fluctuates between five and eight pounds. Now, I've actually never done this because, to be honest with you, yeah, I weigh myself in the morning and then don't think about it the rest of the day. It would be interesting to weigh yourself after um you know after a full days of eating and sometimes i have clients who first sign up for me even though i point out my welcome pack this is when we weigh ourselves this is how we do it and i'll talk to you about that in a second who will be like oh i'm you know i'm just heading home to do my check and i'm like babes 7 p.m what are you talking about yeah i'm gonna do all my waiting photos and i'm like absolutely hell no you are not because the next message you are going to send me is you crying um so when we when we weigh ourselves guys what we want to be doing is making sure that it's after a rested night's sleep which you'll find out in a minute why rested night's sleep first toilet trip of the day like you don't have to wait till you've gone for a poo. just empty your bladder get on the scales then take it from there so make sure you don't eat or drink anything before you get on the scales just to get a sort of true reflection things that can have an effect and I am literally prime culprit of this is if you're eating too late at night um you know I really 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 try my best to have an ish tea like the last meal I try to have is around about 7 p.m in hindsight I know that is still you know quite late because I go to bed at like half nine try to uh but sometimes you know running your own business it's it's eat when the job's done in some cases. Uh, I do try to set my own boundaries on that. But anyway, and then I've weighed myself the next morning, and I absolutely know the scales aren't reflecting my true weight because I've eaten so later on. So, yeah, if you are going to use scale weights as a um, form of tracking your progress, please make sure it's first thing in the morning after you've been to your first toilet visit. Okay. So, what we're going to get into now is uh, why we shouldn't be using them as a sole port- form of. Um, fat loss progress but also some facts and insight into what can affect them scale fluctuations and this is where oh my god how bloody weight watchers and Slim and world are still in a job why people at five o'clock on a wednesday or you know it just is beyond me after a full day of eating. and i think i've mentioned this before i used to go to weight Watchers when i probably first time to weight Watchers, when i was like 15 right yeah because i was definitely still in school how fudged up is that um but yeah so I went and I remember my dad dropping me off because in case you have this is your first podcast my dad family got a lot of mentions on here but my dad specifically because he was the one in our household that was always on a diet not my mom controversial and um, I remember he, he dropped me off and he was like okay see <laughs> my dad's amazing by the way but yeah well um dropped me off and then he was like, so so. what I would do, um, have your tea this week before you go and do your first weigh-in, and then next week, don't have your tea before you go and you would have lost weight. And I was like buzzing. You know, like it was a game, like you were trying to trick Weight Watchers. <laughs> and then if anyone else can relate to this, you used to go to your meeting, you used to barely eat anything all day, weigh in, and then just go and read, like the Weight Watchers tuck shop, and sit there while they're waffling all their shit they were talking about, eating your five packs of cereal bars and your sweets that you'd buy. what an absolutely Fantastic marketing scam they are going on, um. But anyway, so there we go. So I used to eat Weight Watchers. This is why we are not into slimming clubs and stuff like that because you're not getting a true reflection of of that weight. So let's get into it. I think I've got like five the five big things to focus on. Like so much stuff can affect scale fluctuations, but the five big ones we're going to talk about are food, exercise, medication, poop, and your menstrual cycle slash hormones. Okay. So the first one. Is food so there's three things here I want to talk about. The first one is food weight. So if you are weighing yourself, um, if you're weighing yourself on you know a certain day or whatever, and the night before you've had an extra big meal, okay, that food is still going to be in your system, especially if you haven't been for a poop and you're going to weigh more because food weighs an amount. I know that sounds absolutely black and white to say but sometimes I have to do I do have to explain that to people that if they've if they've consumed more food their weight is going to go up because they have got more foods in the digestive in their um digestive system so you got to remember that that if you weigh in even if maybe if it's after like a heavy weekend and not necessarily bad food not bad food but not necessarily like you know you've eaten loads of takeaways or you know you've had loads of meals out, but just if you've had more full food volume, it's going to weigh more. So you're going to weigh more. It's as simple as that. The second thing on food is this is a big one, and I've said this knowledge bomb before. If you have eaten more carbohydrates, I did say that with an emphasis. What you've got to remember is per gram of carbs, we are going to be having about three to four grams of water attached to that. Okay, because that's what it takes for our bodies to digest it. So the clue is in the name, carbohydrate. it's there, it it, it has water on it. it, it has water attached to it, okay, therefore, for that 10 grams of carbs that we're having, we're going to be having 30 to 40 around that, grams of water with it as well, therefore, we are going to weigh more, so again, even if you are eating healthy and having a great lifestyle, and you know, remember, carbs are part of a healthy Lifestyle, but if you've eaten a carb-heavy meal the night before, and it's your weigh-in day, or the day that you do your weigh-in, you're gonna weigh more on the scales, and that's okay. That's not a problem. And what I should have stipulated before at the beginning of the podcast, I weigh myself daily because your your weight will fluctuate week like day on day. Not every day you're gonna have consistent drop, 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 or up, 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 or it's gonna go up and down. So my advice, and what I always say to my clients is if you don't have an emotional attachment to the scales and by that I mean you if you get on the scales and they dictate whether you're having a good day or a bad day I probably wouldn't weigh myself I'd find other forms of um you know ways to track my progress but the second thing is if you do have that emotion emotional attachment to the scales really try and educate by listening to this podcast well done you but detach yourself from that emotion the scales literally tell you how much you weigh they do not tell you anything else they don't tell you to have a good day a bad day how hard you worked in your workout you know how are well you doing on your um healthy eating regime like anything like that they don't tell you they literally just dictate what you weigh and every time you get on your scales I want you to just tell yourself that before you weigh yourself because like I said I do think scales have a place I'm not one of these people who's like put scales in the bin call it the sad step because again that's just giving emotion to the scales they are literally a form of measurement and that's it point blank full stop we don't need to see them as anything more so I would say try if you know that you can't break this emotional attachment to them okay don't weigh yourself but a better thing to do would be just start telling yourself every day the scales don't dictate anything to me they're not going to give me an emotion, they're just going to give me um, a, a form of measurement, okay, if they, if the, if the scales over a period of like a month are seeing a general increase, what you need to know is, if you're on a fatless journey, you can't be in a calorie deficit, because they wouldn't go up, so rather than being like fuming at the scales, just take a step back and be like, okay, I'm going to do my workout, I'm staying in my calorie deficit, I'm going to do my steps, and don't focus on the scales, focus on what's causing the scales to go up, Okay, so that's like a little side note that you can't really do on podcast, but it just is. So carbohydrates anyway, um, they're gonna give you more scale weight uh, because we hold water. The second thing is sodium, salt, okay? So if we're having salty foods, not necessarily putting salt on your dinner, but foods with high salt content, high sodium content, they cause us to retain water. Um, and again, this is gonna look like more scale weight, not fat, not fat weight, scale weight okay so again we're gonna if if we've all i don't know if anyone's ever done this before but if you ever have like a a chippy or a, a chinese takeaway or something like that that has a lot of salt in it gives you that dry mouth sorry if anyone hates that noise but that dry mouth after eating it that's because your body is trying to hold on to as much water to try and help you digest it so again um just remember on the food front there's three reasons why food are going to make them scales go up you're having carbs you're having more salt you're eating more food okay again and none of them three mean you're putting fat on it just means they're going to make the scales jump up a little bit so the next one guys that we're going to talk about is exercise and again there's there's a, a flip side to this so when you are exercising a lot you have to remember what happened when we exercise a lot. We sweat a lot, we perspire a lot, which means we're losing fluid, which can cause a drop in scale weight. So again, what you'll you'll see, or maybe you'll remember, is this fad of people. The only thing I can think of is the guy from it, The Full Monty when he used to wrap himself in cling film. But people, you know, he sat in the shed eating a Snickers and he's wrapped himself in cling film. Absolute boss moment. But anyway, things like that or boxes or people, you know, used to put sweatsuits on and go for a run. This isn't doing, you know, anything for your fat loss. It's causing you to sweat more, causing you to lose more weight um, and be less, and 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 but not less fat. So it's going to cause you to lose weight on the scales but not necessarily less fat um and then as soon as you drink water you're going to see that go up again so if you're doing like you know a crazy week of exercise and you see the scales drop significantly it could just be that you're not hydrating yourself properly um so just be aware of that and then on the flip side if you are doing intense exercise and you're seeing the scale go up a little bit this can be due to when we do intense exercise and our we're tearing our muscle fibers which is what we want in um, exercise, because this helps us rebuild to stronger, thicker muscles, this causes your body to retain water to help repair them, so again, there's no right or wrong, this is just information of, you know, you think you've been smashing the gym, the scales go down, the scales go up, there's two sides to each story, okay, if you are doing your exercise, you're in the calorie deficit, you're doing your steps, and you're being hydrated, and the scales go down, okay, that could be signifying fat loss, which is what you want in a fat loss journey, but again, if you think, oh, you know, I haven't changed my diet, and I've just been, I've just done a week's worth of workouts, and my scales go down, I must be able to defy science, and i train a bad diet, you can't, you're probably just dehydrated, um, so just be aware that exercise, again, has a flip side of drop from dehydration, or plus as in, we're retaining water to help rebuild. So, the bottom line is drink your bloody water, girls. Three liters a day. Yeah, get it in. Chin, chin, cheers. I've got nothing to cheers, but I'm just going to have a quick drink. I find that I don't know about you guys. Anytime I talk about water, it like links something in my head that says, like, You're thirsty, have a drink. Next one. So, we've done food, done exercises, medication. Okay, so this is one that um, I always make my clients aware of. Um, if anyone signs up to me and they are um, on, some types of antidepressants these can also promote water retention and um, insulin so again if you are diabetic and you're on insulin this can cause water retention both of these things can cause fluctuations in scale waste as well because again these are da- down to like hormonal responses and obviously antidepressants and insulin are pumping um synthetic hormones into our body which will have a response of it in our body to amongst other things Water retention and our body is our body's holding on to fluid. And people again who are antidepressants um can find that they suffer with maybe bloatingness and feeling like they're carrying a little bit more water in fluctuations. And this is because they can affect they can affect our water weight. And therefore, if you are on antidepressants or insulin, just be aware that this can affect your scale weight as well. And if you are on this type of medication and you're on a fat loss journey, again, this is where I would say take the scale weight as maybe not the biggest form of tracking your progress. Make sure you're taking your photos, taking your measurements and having your tracker of, okay, am I doing my steps every day? I'm in my calorie deficit every day. Because remember, if you are taking them boxes, you cannot defy science. You will eventually lose fat. Okay. It might take you a little bit longer to see on the scale front, on the measurement front, but you can't, you will see it guys. So just be persistent and, and keep going. Be persistent, be consistent. That was the word. Okay, so the next one, one of my favourite ones, when my clients check in and say the scales haven't moved and I've done everything, I'm like, "Cool, have you been for a poo?" Uh, oh no, actually, my digestion's in a bit off. This is actually a, such a biggie for me, and it's something that I ask my clients every single week. Not, I don't specifically write, "Have you been for a poo?" I say, "How is your digestion?" Because again, when we do go on, um, you know, fat loss journeys or Changing our lifestyle to maybe a higher protein diet, you know, drinking more water, getting our workouts, we can lax a little bit and and forget about our fruit and our veg, which is where our fiber, a lot of our fiber content comes from. And remember, fiber helps pass through, um, helps your food pass through your digestive system. So we go for a poo, and um, if we don't go for a poo, guys, hopefully it's a bit obvious. That means we have got more foods inside us for longer causing our scale weight to go up now again if you have got a lot of food that is undigested or your body is finding it hard to push through god i nearly went to say the word anus and, um <laughs> push through <laughs> i just said it and we're not it guys we don't do stop on this podcast we just roll with it if your body is finding it hard to digest this food through your digestional tract out of your bum it's going to hold more water because it's going to feel like it needs to be more hydrated to to get things moving, which means if you are suffering with a bit of contact, um, constipation, not only are you going to have more food, but you're going to have more water. And this is where I've seen clients scale weight jump up within a week by like seven pounds and they automatically think, oh my God, this doesn't work. I'm doing everything. It's not working. And this is where a lot of people, especially if they don't have a coach, go, it didn't work for me. I put on five pounds. They go back to eating normal or they, you know, their their older bad habits, not focusing on the protein. Oh God, I'm gonna sneeze. They go for a poop or they have loads of coffee and it makes them go. Whereas all you need to do is just go, right, I'm on this health journey. I'm not pooping. I'm going to check my fiber content. Oh my God, I'm dying to sneeze. Oh my God. Hey, Fever, getting grips off me. So yeah, number four, guys, is just looking at your toilet habit. Uh, you know, if you are on a health loss, a health kick journey, fat loss journey and you're not seeing movement in the scale weight or you're seeing that scale weight jump up, just think, actually, have I been for a poo for, you know, we should be going most days and um, and if not, check your fiber content, your fruit, your veggies, and also hydration is a big one as well. If you're concentrating on your calorie deficit, always alongside it, make sure we're getting that three liters of water to keep things running regular. Right, that's enough poop talk. The last one we're gonna talk about, and this is the biggest one, which I've I've left it to last to make sure I've got enough time to talk about it, is our hormones. And again, you know, talking to my ladies out there on our menstrual cycle, and this is why scale weight for women is so different compared to men because the amount of hormones fluctuate in women is just off the scale compared to a man and this is why guys never ever ever shouldn't do this anyway but in your household say to your fella let's do this let's do this fat loss journey together babes and we'll, we'll weigh in and we'll keep each other accountable because trust me doll you are going to check it you are going to check in with each other and consistently he's going to drop two pounds three pounds there's do you know what actually i'm going to do a podcast on this on the, the men versus women's fat loss mindset but anyway um and your fluctuations are going to go mad and that is just going to be super disheartening for you so little top tip ask your fella for support or you know the half of support but um don't go into a fat loss journey with them and compare it each week because you'll just be pissed off so as i said Hormones for women—we fluctuate loads. When we have fluctuating hormones, and um, this causes again water retention. We all know when we've been on our period, in the run-up to it, when we're on it, when we're ovulating you can see how many times in the month this is going to fluctuate. We have water retention in our bellies. Some people got water retention in their face. You know, people hold it differently in your boobs. You feel like your boobs are full and swollen. This is all down to water retention. This is all down to what our hormones are doing. And this is always going to be down to scale weight fluctuations as well. And this is where we do not compare week on week when you do scale progress checking. I always say, yes, you can do it week on week, no problem, ideally do it, at, you know, every day, or, you know, three, four times a week, so you're getting that average reading, but always compare back to like three, three or four weeks ago, so when you are starting out on your fat loss journey, don't compare week two to week one, or week three to week one, make sure you get into at least week four to compare it back, give yourself that month of sticking to it, okay, and always comparing, because otherwise, you're not going to get a true reading, you're going to feel up and down about what your weight's saying again this is why we don't use it as a sole form of tracking but just remember your menstrual hormones are going to send your scale weight into fluctuation and that is completely normal completely okay two other things hormonally that affects our scale weight is stress so our, our hormone cortisol which is our stress hormone this again tells our body to um keep hold of water go through water retention so again we spoke about chronic stress in previous podcasts of how it can not only affect our fat loss results in other ways but scale weight the way it affects scale weight is by retaining that water and again causing your scale weight to shoot up this in turn can affect your fat loss mindset which can affect you from not adhering to the rest of your day or feeling like you know like we said earlier in the podcast if you're letting that scale weight dictate your mood it ain't going to be good for you walking around stress and then getting on seeing that scale weight go up and then coming off your diet So remember keep that stress nice and low in a h- harmonious environment is the best thing um to keep that water retention down and then sort of a, a, a if you think of a spider gram so we've got hormones we've got menstrual hormones we've got stress that affects it lack of sleep also affects our scale weight because this promotes our cortisol hormone to be higher, which then promotes water retention, which then promotes scale weight fluctuation, so lack of sleep, if you've ever noticed that you get on the scales, you've had a great week, you've done your, you've done your workout, you've done your nutrition, yet you've had a bit of a shoddy night's sleep, and that scale weight isn't budging, guys, this is why, scale weight, lack of sleep, increases your stress hormone, increases scale weight so hopefully it's a nice short one today guys let's just run it down as um where we're, where we're at so we've got our five big things that can flu- that can cause scale fluctuations you've got food food weight carbohydrate, sodium they all cause the scales to increase you've got exercise remember you've got the flip side you've got that big drop you know don't be con- what's the word um not content oh what's the word i'm thinking of don't be complacent that's it if you see a big drop when you first start your exercise regime it could just be water you want to be consistent across the board and on the flip side don't worry if that scale weight goes up because you've been smashing the water and smashing the exercise your body's just probably in a repair and recover mode. medication antidepressants insulin also other forms of medication if you do feel like guys you're going through bloatedness maybe just check with your gp or you know is this have a little look on the internet is the medication you're on causing you water retention number four poopy poops make sure you're going for the toilet if you go, make sure you go in the toilet and you know if you are seeing that scale weight go up just have a little check in with yourself what is my digestion, digestive system doing oh just nearly pooped myself then because my computer screen froze and then the last one guys your menstrual cycle, your hormones, your stress hormone, lack of sleep—all of this contributes to scale fluctuations. And the one that we're not going to stress about is our menstrual cycle. And again, what I would recommend on this: try not to have an emotional attachment with the scales, and weigh yourself when you're on your periods. Weigh yourself when you're g one. Be enlightened with, with what your body does around your menstrual cycle. I know for me, I can go up five pounds when I'm g one, when I'm at, when I'm going through that. Uh, water retention part of my cycle but that's okay because it's just part and parcel I know it's going to come down because I know that I trust I trust the process I know that I'm doing x y and z to get to my goal and um so I'm okay with that and so, just remember, that's all part of normal human anatomy. When you're on your menstru- um, when you have a menstrual cycle, your your scale fluctuation is going to go up and down. And then, just check in with yourself, guys. Is it stress that could be causing you to hold on to that water? Is it lack of sleep that is causing you to have a stri- high stress hormone and again causing them scale fluctuations? So, as always, guys, just want to leave you out with: they're the scale fluctuations what make it go up and down if you are weighing yourself as a form of progress that's great no problem my biggest thing is don't have an emotional attachment. do not let the scales or that scale weight dictate take wherever you have a good day or a bad day it is just a form of progress and remember try and weigh yourself more than once a week if you can just to get a few more insights because over the week your scale fluctuations will be happening remember weigh yourself in the morning after your first toilet trip do not weigh yourself after dinner at night and um I would always recommend taking other forms of progress, such as pictures, measurements, you know, emotional progress, how you're feeling, how's your energy levels, how you sleep, because again, you're going to get so much more positive feedback, because as I said, scale fluctuations happen for all of us, they are completely normal, and we don't want them to be our whole form of fat loss progress. Okay, I'm done. Thanks, guys hope you enjoyed that, hope you took some knowledge bombs from that and uh, as always head over to em.powered on Instagram, let me know if you enjoyed it or leave me a rating on Spotify which I would absolutely love and um, I'll catch you next time, have a gorgeous day and I appreciate your time for listening to me, bye bye.